the Royal Rumble. 30 participants, all with one goal of achieving a championship match and the main event of WrestleMania. The one event of the year where anything can happen and anyone can show up. I am coming to challenge at the Royal Rumble. Adam Pearce, Roman Reigns, last step. A suitable replacement is just what I have in mind. At the Royal Rumble, we are going to settle this once and for all. King Mo is big and strong. The cripple will beat your ass and El Jefe runs the streets. Welcome to my playground. And welcome to my domain. Don't hesitate. Gap-toothed heathens. My name is A.T. Rustler, and I'm going to show you something that'll keep you entertained for hours. Here, put these on. Wow! I got Max Wrestling. I got a kink Mo shirt. He's the only kink I serve. If you think that's cool, wait until you see this, brother. It's podcast promo rumble six. Let me tell you something, brother. When Daniel Crimmins and Cypher get cooking, they're really gonna mix it up. <laughs> Equals MAX, brother. When the Phoenix defends his knowledge title against Alex Doria and Ella J. Will Phoenix fans rise from their asses to go vote for him? Or will King Mo kick Phoenix in his donut hole? Mmm, so good, brother! It comes to getting in shape, I don't clown around. But if you're in the clowns, then you're really gonna enjoy Chris Durham versus the Jester. Ugly boys and girls out there, strap your seatbelts on tight because it's time for podcast promo rumble six.
And now, Max Wrestling presents Podcast Promo Rumble 6. To the 30th Max Wrestling Special Event. This is your current reigning and defending Max Wrestling World Champion, the Captain speaking, welcoming you to Podcast Promo Rumble 6. Along with the Podcast Machine, Mike Larkin, and Travis the Walker Anderson. How we doing? Good, man. All I gotta say first and foremost here is that took me back with that Michael Buffer man, and I was ready for Jimmy the King to come out, man. He will rule us. <laughs> Jimmy King is the best wrestler. He's the, the best, best wrestler. <laughs> it's a shame Moses is running late because he would have loved that reference. We will be joined um, right well, now, on, actually, by the promo champion. He is King Moe II. There he is. Okay. Well, I got a reference for him now that he's on the phone. So, okay. So, we're talking about Michael Buffer, right? You also got to think of him and you don't mess with the Zohan with Adam Sandler. The ratio. The ratio. Because this girl's boobs. Like, popped at the end. The ratio. Think about the ratio. He was in that movie with Adam Sandler. Perfect tits to ass yes. ratio. Yes. That movie was hilarious, and he was the worst bad guy ever. I know. <laughs> Just saying. But his, right. his argument was impeccable, and Durho Brooms popped at the end. It was. It was. He gets paid like $5 million every time somebody says ready to rumble. Yes, he, does. he probably does. <laughs> That's why he doesn't do it no more. But his fucking brother is working his ass off in the UFC. Yes. Uh, and we are also joined by the current reigning and defending knowledge champion, the Phoenix. How's everybody doing? Yeah, Not man. Well, as, as you heard, we're we're ready to rumble. <laughs> Completely ripping the axe off. I it's mean. Okay. Who, who who ripped who off? Right. Michael, Michael, first of all, Michael Buffer, ready to rumble, and the movie ready to rumble, then DX just did it and copied it, man. So Michael Buffer up in this bitch. There we go, then. That's not what Triple H said after Royal Rumble 2008. He said him imitating Sean, imitating Bruce Buffer, imitating Michael Buffer. Yes. That sounds in a tiny family. Completely ripped us off. <laughs> uh, well, you s- yeah, man, you should be standing in the way when there's a ladder match going on. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Foreign objects. <laughs> you saw the first three rounds of the Knowledge Championship on Tuesday on the pre-launch show, and it's now the Phoenix's turn to answer some questions to see if he will meet Alex or Ella in the final. We also have the 2021 Royal Rumble to predict, and of course, both the promo and world championships are on the line. Champions Moses Phoenix, how are you feeling? No, I'm confident. I'm all right. Damn. <laughs> I mean, if luck is on Phoenix's side, really, by the end of the week, he could be a, he could be holding three belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> History, though. History shows it. a different story. I think it's too late <laughs> now. I've already jinxed like, it. What the... Plus, you got a oh, pride I, of predictions title out of Travis's cold, dead hands. Trust me, I know. 
It's so hard to. Well, I don't know. I want to say it's hard to do, but it is WWE, so who knows? It's also the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Hopefully. Well, before we do predict the Rumble, you heard Alex and Al on the pre launch show, as we said. Um, Alex made it to the final with a score of 3 to 2. It's just a question of if the final will be between Alex and the Phoenix, or if Phoenix doesn't beat Alex's score of 2, then we will be guaranteed a new knowledge champion. So. Dum, dum, dum. Phoenix, let's get some points on the board. Over to Mike. The first round is best of five. Five questions, one minute to answer them all. All righty. Are you ready, Phoenix? As ready as I'll ever be. And right. when the time is up, you will hear this noise. That's when you know shit's going down. Oh, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. righty. minute begins after the first question. First question, Phoenix. At which pay-per-view did John Cena defeat Ryback in an ambulance match in 2013? Uh, extreme Rules. Payback. Which DX member defeated Owen Hart at King of the Ring 1998? Triple H. X-Pac. Macy Estrella Cadlick is the real name of what current Raw women's superstar? Pass. Lacey Evans. Who eliminated himself from the 2001 Royal Rumble? Drew Carey. Yes. In what year was the first ever women's Royal Rumble? 2017. 18. Damn it. 24 seconds to spare and a point scored. To be honest, the the, the Cena Ryback one, before I double checked it, I thought it was money in the bank, so I would have been wrong too. I forgot it too, so don't even worry about it. I got it. I got it. That one right, and Lacey Evans, and that was it. I, I had a feeling it was Lacey Evans, but I was trying to think, like, who's on Raw and who's on SmackDown at the minute. Yeah, man. <laughs> Her first name is Macy, not Lacey. Hmm. Yeah, but then the second and the third name throws it off. Had... Yeah. Okay. Uh, one point scored. The second round is Bell to Bell. Oh, boy. And you, I'm sure you remember the rules for this one. You have two Roman Reigns matches. <laughs> All right. Okay, which one lasted the longest between Roman Reigns? Uh, actually, I should say as well, you also have uh, 15 seconds to answer this one. Fair enough. Okay, Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton at SummerSlam 2014. And Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in an ambulance match at Great Balls of Fire. Which one lasted the longest? Um, we thought ambulance matches would have lasted longer, but... Yeah, I'm going to say Randy Orton, SummerSlam. Okay, just in time now. Okay. Randy Orton and Roman Reigns lasted 16 minutes, 30 seconds. And Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman lasted 16 minutes and 35 seconds. You should have gone with your instinct. It's five seconds off. Five seconds off. Sabotage. <laughs> First of all, I was still laughing at the fact that of all the Roman Reigns matches you picked for Bell to Bell, you picked goddamn Great Balls of Fire. Wow, what can I say? All right, uh, round three. 
is missing champion. Okay. Over to Mike. Wait a Okay, hold on, wait a minute here. Did you give me the answer for this one? The answer is in capitals. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Round three is the NXT championship, and your sequence, Phoenix, is Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura. Who came in between? Ooh. Five seconds. Uh, I know it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm dancing uh. in my chair. I have all the answers over here. Wild guess. Um, Samoa Joe. Okay. Yes. Should have said that, bro. <laughs> so it goes: Come Kevin on, Owens, guy. Finn Balor, Samoa Joe. Shins when he went into the house, show all random his butthole. <laughs> because it was on the house show it slipped my mind for a second <laughs> All right, that then. was the one time though house show was talked about for like two three weeks on fucking regular mm-hmm. TV <laughs> uh, well and then the I'm end, like going to every house show at the end of the free round you are tied with Ella on two which means head to head is now a three way <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> Sorry. All right, and it's I, head, I don't head, head, head. I'm loving all of this. I Thank don't do devil's three ways. <laughs> devil's three ways. Oh. And time starts now. Which former WWE Hall of Famer won the first ever Royal Rumble in 1988? Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yes. Which of the three faces of Mick Foley entered the 1998 Royal Rumble first? Oh. Cactus Jack. Yes. Who was the last person to become a two-time Royal Rumble winner? Triple H. Randy Orton. Oh, I knew that! In what year did The Undertaker enter the Rumble at number one? Time's up. You can finish that question. 2005. (laughs) 2008. Uh. Okay, that's two. That puts the total score on four. All right, 30 seconds again for Alex, and a score of four to beat. And time starts now. Which arena hosted Royal Rumble in 2000 and 2008? Madison Square Garden. Yes. Who has spent the most total time in the Royal Rumble matches? Uh, Kane. Chris Jericho. In what year did Stone Cold win his record-setting third Royal Rumble? 2001. Yes. Who holds both records for most appearances and total Rumble eliminations? Kane. That one is Kane, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, three scored. That puts your final score on six. Uh, Ella has scored four altogether. Uh, Alex has scored six altogether, so Phoenix, you need six to win. No pressure. <laughs> well, no pressure. I mean, you've already got two, so technically you only need four. Mm-hmm. Only. Only. 
and 30 seconds in which to do it. <coughs> As Michael Buffer said, are you ready? Uh, only 30 seconds, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> okay, then. Am I the only one loving this? I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm on the other end loving this too, just because. All right, your time starts now. In what year did WWE introduce the winner getting a title match at WrestleMania stipulation for the Royal Rumble? 1994. Three. Undertaker finally won the Rumble in what year? 2007. Yes. Who won the vacant WWE Championship in the 92 Royal Rumble? Ric Flair. Yes. John Cena versus Umaga and Triple H versus Shawn Michaels both took place at the Royal Rumble in what match type? Uh, last Man Standing. Yes. Mr. McMahon won the Royal Rumble in what year? 1999. Correct. Four score. That's all you need. It's a draw and you retain. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I'll see you next. It, it, it confused the... the... The title shot of Mania, because I thought it was 93, Ric Flair won the title. That no, 92. Always, throw, always throws me off a little bit. Yeah, 1990 is the best Rumble ever. 92 is where Flair won it. Well, I mean, 2001. <clears throat> yeah, it's joking. Hey, Phoenix. Hmm? Guess what? What? <laughs> I'm cashing in the Iron Bank. Oh, oh loving it. Promo Mania. <laughs> You really had me go in there. I'm like, dude, I've got no questions. <laughs> he started to sweat. Well, now you know you have, uh, what is it, 70 days now to prepare 10 questions for Mike. Mike is finally cashing in the Iron Bank contract. He's doing exactly what you did the first time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, congratulations. Still the knowledge champion, the Phoenix, and... Congratulations, yes. Mike, for finally cashing in. Hey, man, I, now, I was there. I said at Promo Mania, I got no questions either, so we both got 78 to write. I got a fucking hundred questions, boiler. Also remember, been... there has never been a successful Iron Bank cash-in. Yeah, that's true. Both... Well, I was also the champion at the time. So. Exactly, you were champion for both of them in the same reign, may I add. <coughs> in the same reign. Yes. Oh, yeah, Kenny and Phoenix. That's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> We'll do the damn thing, Phoenix, as we do. Okay, well, now that Mike has announced when the Iron Bank is being cashed in, we can officially make this announcement for the next Iron Bank in at Promo Mania 6 in 70 days. Iron Bank 2021 is a little bit different because not only will you be able to cash in on the Knowledge Champion at any point during the following year, you could also decide instead... To cash in on the promo champion. Excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> so now you know why Chavez is so intent on winning the Iron Bank this year. Yes, sir. <laughs> I have been sitting my on that clip secret to yield sabotage. I need my clip to yield sabotage. <laughs> I bet. I bet Travis is actually relieved that I managed to retain today because if I didn't, I was going to announce it straight away that I was going for the Iron Bank. <laughs> yes, my chances. Well, I mean, I've been I've been killing it in the trivia lately. Yeah, so. yeah you've been, uh, been doing yeah, really you've been well. Me so. a run for, 
Yeah, fair dude, you're giving me a run <laughs> and, for my money. <laughs> well, also, you know, this is like perfect timing for me to make my announcement that I said I was going to make today. Uh, I'm, today will be my last day on the show for a while until March. Uh, not March, uh, May. Sorry. I got a kid on the way. He will be born in March at some point. Never know when <laughs> the kids are going to pop out. Uh, so in May, I will return to my seat week after week after week with the regular show. I will return for the trivia at Promo Mania only for the Iron Bank. As for my promo return, well, you'll find out by the end of the show. Alrighty then. Yeah, see, em- employer of the year, they get more than two weeks with me. <laughs> so <laughs> so it was paid vacation. So oh, the shit. thing <laughs> is, well, here's the thing, though. I will have absolutely no distractions until now. From now until Promo Mania to study and whoop anybody's ass that thinks they're going to get that Iron Man. Study, okay. Okay. That's the. Well, hold on. Moses is in there too, man. Moses has got. He almost won money in uh, money in the bank. Iron Bank in 2019. He almost won it. Uh, But also, didn't I. Who, Who. Did I beat Moses in one of those trivias? No, but well, you well, answered technically, more. Technically, he was eliminated at TakeOver, and then it was you and Phoenix in the final at Trivia uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> I'm not worried about Moses. <laughs> Never <laughs> You're lucky I don't have to come up with questions for you. You'd really be screwed. <laughs> oh, I know I would be. But, well, no. No, not really. Hey, uh, at what? when was it? The last time I did Trivia. Well, the, well, the tag team trivia, you got more questions right than he did on your team. Well, what I was saying, what I was saying was uh, uh, Moses came up with a question at the end that none of y'all could answer, but yeah, I got right. So I got a question right over the podcast machine, Michael Larkin, and I'll take that as a win any damn day. <laughs> yes, because him and his New Japan with Hulk Hogan doing the Axe Bomber. Yes, I'm aware. It's <laughs> Hold on a minute so, there, Derek. Wait a minute I, I, there. I feel, like, I feel like my chances are good. <laughs> All right, now i got to hand it over to you, Mr. D-Squared, Dazzy Dangerously. Yes. At the end of the rewatch, Cypher versus Daniel Crimmins, Daniel Crimmins has challenged you to a promo XAB show. Yes, he did. Very unexpected, he did too. Hmm? So I guess maybe I should respond. Yeah, let's say what you got to say, man. All right. Later, sweetheart.
suggest whether it's you, one of your other characters, doesn't matter. You've been challenged. Charismatic Enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. And with that being said, let's predict the Royal Rumble. And then Mike's going to be happy because it'll be the return of Impact in 60 seconds or less because we have another three title <laughs> matches to get through, as well as the Wednesday Night War Zone. Now, I don't know how the hell we can predict this because there's only three matches plus the Rumble matches. Oh my god! At the moment, WWE suck. I mean, they've announced obviously Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle, but we don't know when for the U.S. title. Well, did they? Didn't they announce Carmella and Sasha too? Yes, I guess I, I, I thought so, but that's not listed on the official card. Damn. So, wait a minute! They said it on SmackDown that it's going to be Sasha. Yeah, I saw the uh, official list. I thought I saw the official list last night, and it was. Pretty lengthy. Well, in that case, Wikipedia is well behind. Yeah, I think it was like six matches, I think. All right, I'm going on to WWE.com. <laughs> I'm taking this. Don't do it. God, I don't know. Uh, Robert Davis made a post about it. Uh, um, there was the men's Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble. Roman and Kevin Owens, Drew and Oldberg, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Berg. tag team, okay. women's tag team. So two days ago we had a list and then there was rumored matches, which was Hurt Business versus New Day, uh, Ziggler and Rude versus Street Profits and Sami Zayn versus Big E. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it's the same five matches that are on the WWE. Like you are, yeah, that's the card. Okay. Well, we'll predict what we can, and if they add matches on SmackDown, I guess we'll have to add them to the list. They're gonna. So, yeah, of course they will. Because they're stupid. It's stupid. Uh, okay, Asuka and Charlotte Flair defending the women's tag team titles against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I think I have to go kind of predictable and go with Asuka and Charlotte Flair because Charlotte don't lose. Unless she needs to don't lose a paper piece. I'm going to say um, Jackson Baszler because Charlotte and Asuka are just like thrown together. It's completely random. Like, why didn't they? Because you know, Charlotte needed another title. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you, Phoenix. She needed something to distract the say... fact she don't have boobs no more. <laughs> I'm saying Charlotte and Oscar retain. Charlotte also enters the women's rumble. Charlotte wins. Charlotte challenges Oscar, and it's like a Shawn Michaels John Cena uh, reboot. 
Mm-hmm. What? Shawn Michaels and John Cena were the tag champs going into WrestleMania 23. Yeah. And it was a good match. It was. Very good. Shawn Michaels should have won. Daddy should have. He didn't. Well, hey, yeah, wait a minute. That's one of my Shawn super kicker referee. But... It's got to be like one of those like super short stints or something because I don't remember that from fuck all. It was wait, pretty short. Yeah, they, they lost the titles the next night on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, that 55-minute match in the UK was great. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. also when Cena drove into the freaking arena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. JR was like, remind me to never ride shotgun with John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> In a freaking Mustang. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I know now. That's just what this whole scenario reminds me of. Is That's how I have a feeling it's going to go. Charlotte, Charlotte's going to win in the tag match and the Rumble and then challenge her tag team partner. Who's also the role women's champion, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike? Um, well, Nia and Shayna have been showing some dissension and mm-hmm. uh, the whole thing with the Rumble, so I'm going to say Asuka and Charlotte retain, and then it goes more into the Lacey Evans storyline, and I think it's going to be Lacey and Peyton again against Asuka and Charlotte. So I don't see them losing right now. I'm going to say Asuka and Charlotte get the dub and retain the tag teams. Star Wars fans are going to love this. My iPhone just corrected Asuka to Ahsoka. Yeah, <laughs> my phone does that all the damn time too. <laughs> okay, so is that Phoenix on his own for Bezo and Jax? By the sounds of it. Well, <laughs> if Amir was on, if Amir was on here, he would be going with Phoenix no. because you're the best. No, if Amir was on here, he'd be going 2012. Let me tell you something, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. I it's a huge gap Heaven. I really don't want to do the other title match, so let me do the SmackDown one at first. Last man standing for the Universal title, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Mm. Again, I'm playing it safe uh, because I think Roman's going into Mania as a top heel world champion against a top yeah. babyface, yeah. Roman. Yeah, I can't. As much as I want to see it, I can't see Kevin Owens winning it, so I have to say Roman Reigns. <clears throat> Yeah, it's got to be Roman. Fucker. Yeah, it, it has to be Roman, but there's been quite speculation that Kevin Owens is going to win, but then Roman wins the Rumble, but yeah. I don't know. Which I actually he's... wouldn't be mad about because he's killing it as the the kind of mafia boss. Mm-hmm. It's badass. So, final predictions? Roman. 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 Yep. Okay. <laughs> it, it was a nice yes. dream. Yeah, I just... You know what it is, too? I like the idea because of him being the tribal chief, and I'm loving his heel work, too. But I don't see Kevin Owens getting the dub. I think Roman's going to face either Nakamura or Daniel Bryan going into Mania, so I got to go Roman. Sounds like yeah. D-Bryan to me. Yeah, so I love I Spoiler know. alert, Daniel Bryan's my pick, too. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, dude, I'm 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 all for it. You already know me, but at the same time, I'm I'm one of those like diehard Kevin Owens fans. So I'm like, just give him the freaking belt, man. I mean, he's he's always the freaking bridesmaid. Seriously, mm-hmm. though. never. The but bride. I mean, like, I don't think there was a single person in the world, maybe besides his son, that popped that hard when Triple H turned on Seth that day. Oh, 2016, I, Elliot. Yeah, man. it's a great moment. 
I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a match, but unfortunately, I think Kevin Owens is just there to be a dance partner. Lame. Speaking uh, of dance partners, such a waste, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of dance partners, Mike? Going to the title match, Dad. Okay. Drew McIntyre versus Oldberg for the WWE Championship. <sighs> And the energy just left the room. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking old bag. God, like it was cool the first time. And you know now what? I'm like, I'm going to be optimistic and say McIntyre. Does he really, does Goldberg really need to be champion going into Mania just so he can drop it to somebody? No. no unless they have Goldberg win it and then Drew wins it back at Mania. The only person he can drop it to that I would actually pop for would be Nakamura. I which would is say going to happen because they're on the different brands. Well, I'd love to yeah. see him drop it to Keith Lee, which I think would be very interesting, just to see Goldberg get whooped by Keith Lee. You know what okay. absolutely terrifies the living hell out of me? Everything. What? Goldberg winning, and then Edge wins, and it's Edge and Goldberg at Mania. No. That's what terrifies me. Oh, Why do you put these bad Edge ideas in my been head? paralyzed once. Please, not again. Yeah, no. Why are you the way you are? <laughs> Why is Vince the way he is? Because he's fucking old and stupid. Now, I think we have to address the rumor from WrestleVotes, who said there's a couple of endings planned for the Rumble. One of them scared them to death. Uh, so What the fuck? What the the hell would you do to scare him to death? The only thing I can think of would be McIntyre winning and Goldberg entering the friggin' Rumble. And then winning. Yeah. And that, oh, that would definitely terrify me. Yeah, Daniel Crimmins oh, is convinced. Just imagine that. the crowd reaction if that happens. Oh. I'm I can and I'm already envisioning myself vomiting. It it would yeah, well, it would be so unwelcome, even the Thunderdome screens would start throwing trash. Yeah, well as Travis was just gonna everyone's just gonna switch off their screen, aren't they? <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be fucking shit. Well, as Travis said, that's right. Daniel Crimmins is convinced that Brock Lesnar's going to come in and win it again. You know what? Can you imagine Kevin Dunn in your ear when you're watching on the Thunderdome and Goldberg and just, okay, now you got a tear. Fuck you. <laughs> well, oh, I don't want to. Well, no do you, guys, do you, you know, Okay, I was about to say, do you guys want to see Brock in there or no Brock? No. In the Rumble match? Oh. As long as he doesn't win, I'm okay with him in the match. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? Fine. I, 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 put him We're in still there trying to reach as a new long contract as he doesn't with Brock. I don't know what the hell's going on with Brock's contract. Well, he's he's got no fight, no chance at fighting. So, I mean, I heard that his contract expired, and they were still trying to work out a new deal with him. That's why they came in with Reigns. Uh, well, fuck it, leave, leave his ass at home. I know he's currently un, un- He's a free agent. <laughs> As far as I know, I may be wrong. What is it? What do you think? That's one. What do you think a one night paycheck for Brock Lesnar would be? Eight million. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. Apparently, August thirty first. Several sources reported that Lesnar was no longer under contract for WWE. Yeah, he is a free agent. That's right. I forgot about that. Thank you. Oh well. Anything can happen. Trey Miguel was a free agent last week. Yeah, he's still an impact now. 
<clears throat> okay. Glad um, we got a pick. So yeah, I'm I'm being optimistic and going with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Drew. Okay. Are we are we all being uh, optimistic or are we all just going fucking Goldberg? Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go Goldberg. I'm being optimistic, but uh, but I'm gonna tell you right now for anybody that joins that Zoom call and an Oldberg wins, you're gonna see a man fucking down three beers like real fucking quick. <laughs> I don't doubt it at all, knowing you, Mister Marcus. Night. Oh, they they keep making the points of like Goldberg. Every time he comes back and challenges a champion, he wins. At, surely they can't do it again because it's well, that just was... too repetitive now. Well, that was my thing because they've been pushing the fact that, you know, McIntyre is going to be, you know, McIntyre wants to be the one that ends that every time he comes back, he wins. So I'm also going to be optimistic and I'm going to pick Drew McIntyre. But I think Booker T said it best on his show. Goldberg is pushing it, man. Yeah. He's been pushing it for like five years. Yep. He just, he, Booker T's even tired of it. Oh, yeah. And when Booker T's tired of something, he'll let you know about it. Absolutely. Okay, well, we've already talked about the men's rumble, so we may as well stick with it. Uh, I'm sticking with my pick for Daniel Bryan because, uh, as I said, I think Roman Reigns is beating Kevin Owens and he needs a top babyface to work with Reigns and Daniel Bryan, I think, is probably the most over guy in the match so far that's announced anyway, apart from Edge. That's true. And then on top of that, like, who do you think would give him the better match? Daniel Bryan. Exactly. So is that match at uh, Fastlane where they just pressed each other to, to the yeah, limit yeah, and stuff? Yeah, exactly. They've got um, history as well. Mm. Let's go. Um, it's, it's confusing though because haven't they? Like, I think they turned Nakamura face, but then they put him on a team of heels on a house show fairly recently. I, I don't know what's going on there. So. They're not doing house shows anymore. Mm. Well, they turned him, uh, like they put him on a team of heels somewhere. I mean, after I mean, after like just setting still, him face, so he's still kind of aligned with Cesaro, who's still kind of a heel. Mm. Yeah, whatever the fuck. The, the more tween isn't heels now. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I like the idea of Nakamura winning another Rumble, but I just mm. think they need a bigger name for Roman. And, of course, it'll be, yeah, like, the final... squash Nakamura, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, they've kind of redeemed him the last couple of weeks since he turned face, but also winning the Rumble will be, like, the last thing on Daniel Bryan's pocket list. See, if, yeah, if Daniel Bryan, though, was, like, already champion, like, I'd rather have Nakamura win. That'd be an awesome match, but, yeah, but yeah no. Well, I mean, yeah, we, we don't get that good about Nakamura stuff. and AJ. <laughs> what the fuck went wrong there? They said, whatever you do, don't do anything you did in Japan. And, yeah. and Nakamura said, okay, well, I'm going to go home. And they ended up just hanging out. And oh. it was Nutshot City. Yeah, how many of our cool moves can we use? Yeah, I just kick him in the balls. <laughs> but I got all these moves, and I just kick him in the balls. My whole thing is like you could have just ended the shit. match like that rather than, oh, we had this good one hugging out. Bing. Oh, that was stupid. <laughs> You could have hit him in the balls and won the fucking belt. Yeah. And been healed like that. Hey, guess what? Gold continuity. Storytelling. The fact that you held, hit the low blow and then you just held it for like five seconds as AJ's <laughs> He's his nuts and falling to the ground. It's, 
It's a fun game that they play as children in Japan where they shove fingers in your butt. It's true. Okay. And he's like, oh, hey, this is what we do back home. Man. Well, I'm not going to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of weird shit in Japan, haven't I? Yeah, I remember seeing a post somewhere where they, they've got like this competition thing where they have to do karaoke while being tossed off. Sorry, what? Oh yeah, hold your concentration. <laughs> yeah, they like they sing songs on karaoke while being tossed off. I'm like, what the fuck is up with these people? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, of come on, feel the noise. <laughs> oh, love gun. Love gun. The song's about Wait, the gun is his dick. <laughs> Roll bottles, bro. Roll bottles. <laughs> I think the funniest is how Family Guy interpretates them. Who kiss? Hey, would you? No, Family Guy. Yeah, interpret who kiss. No, Japanese. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should we go to the movies? No, we're Japanese. Let's let's go watch a school go banging off the bus. <laughs> Well, you could also be 21 Jump Street. Is that your dick? That's my dick! Ah! <laughs> you know what? The game shows just kill me. Just the most yes. random shit you could possibly imagine and put it in the game show. All right. Um, how many, how, so how many is that for Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan all the way. Yeah, I'll have to say Daniel Bryan too. I can't think of anyone else. Travis Moses. Oh, fuck. Daniel Bryan. Well, I, see, I, I'm I'm torn because I still think this is going to be when uh, um, maybe The Rock comes and wins it to challenge Roman. But at the same time, I still feel like that's going to be a bit doubtful. Um, it's a little far-fetched. So... So I gotta go with my wishful thing, wishful thinking on this one. Randy Orton comes out, then Bray Wyatt comes out. Randy Orton eliminates Bray Wyatt, then the Fiend enters and eliminates him and wins. I'm going the Fiend. Okay. Well, <clears throat> actually, you know why, right? So if they don't do thing with Randy Orton and they do. The Fiend and, say, Goldberg wins, right? Then we can have The Fiend get his win back over Goldberg from, you know, blood money. And everyone that touches The Fiend changes, so hopefully it'll change Goldberg and just send him back into retirement. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I, I don't think Bray or The Fiend are entering the Rumble match, but there's no doubt in my mind that okay. The Fiend is doing something to screw around Randy. Owen. Yeah, they, they're going to plant the seeds for a match at Mania, aren't they? Yeah, and like I said in the group chat, there's no way the fiend isn't responding to that RKO to Alexa. Yeah, he has to be in the match, and he's gonna fuck him over. And I'm, I'm just gonna go with the fiend. I mean, everybody's talking about that scary rumor or whatever, and the only thing scary, it, it just makes me think fiend. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> if uh, if somebody got injured and then the fiend walks down and all the trainers are trying to stop him getting in the match and he's like, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Becky Lynch a couple of years ago. <clears throat> but it would just be By funny way, coming from the fiend. 
<clears throat> I got something to say. Now, Travis was talking about being the, you know, have, with his wishful thinking, man. He was channeling his inner go west. He's the king of wishful thinking, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously. Indeed. Yeah, pretty woman. And, and pretty woman. And my inner Funaki. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Now, Indeed. I also like the fact with both Rumble matches, they've only announced like half of the entrance, so we, we're in for a couple of surprises, hopefully. Um, I doubt right. any of it's going to be CM Punk. Uh, highly doubtful, yeah. It's, uh, seven years ago yesterday since Punk walked out on WWE. Sad, no. sad day. Now, the women's is a little more unpredictable for me. Like, the favorite, I think, is Bianca Belair. Um, also, I have to remember Charlotte in there, which we mentioned. Um, a wild card yeah. for me would be Rhea Ripley. I could see her being in there. The but, sad thing is I can see them having Charlotte win two Rumbles in a row, but I really just don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, God. Also, Alexa Nobody Bliss disagreed. is in there. Mm. And she's definitely unpredictable right now. But... I can see Alexa winning it. Okay. Uh, My can you imagine is... the, fiend and, the Fiend and Alexa uh, both winning? That would yeah. be cool as shit. So my take is Charlotte doesn't win the Rumble, but then beats Asuka at, what is it, Fastlane next? They keep changing the February yeah. pay-per-view. It used to be No Way Out. Just keep it like that. So Charlotte Charlotte wins the title in February, and I'm predicting Rhea Ripley wins the Rumble match, and we get the redemption at Mania. I like that. That was actually my other option of what would happen, yeah. Like... No doubt. Well, you could still get that without Charlotte winning. So, yeah. <clears throat> no, I'd rather see Rip Maria take the title off her. Sorry, Asuka. Mm. Payback's a bitch. Motherfucker. <clears throat> uh, Sophina, are you going with Charlotte? Um. No, because <laughs> I really don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know you want to go with Bailey. <laughs> yes, okay. Bailey's in it as well. I, I actually didn't think of Bailey. Um, but no, I think I actually think I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. Okay, it's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a wild card, but yeah. I mean, after what we've seen the last two weeks of Asuka, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, how did they, how did they do the the three face the you know the three forms of bliss like um, on Raw? I'm wondering how they did that. From from what I gather, I think what they do is switch the screens around so people that were on one side are on the other side, so mm. they don't realize that it's a time delay. Uh right. Hmm. That's the only thing I can think of how they'd get around it. Uh, if you watch closely, I'm sure there's different people on the screens when she's a different side. Uh, definitely not the the woman that fell asleep on Raw a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> With the camera right in her face. Great. Uh, okay, Mike, who are you saying for the women's? Man, if it's Raw, I was going to go Alexa Bliss. SmackDown, I was going to say Bianca Belair. I have to go with that ghetto fabulous vibes, man. I got to go Bianca Belair. E-S-T. 
Yep. Ooh, okay. Like she did, did rather well last year, didn't she? Yeah. She killed him. And she's I mean, really being pushed right now, too. And for someone that was in the Mae Young Classic and only had, like, two years of experience, like, she killed it. She has had this that athleticism. I love the fact that she lifted Otis on SmackDown. The whole thing was just funny. Oh, yeah, was cool. I popped for that. Hell, yeah. So I got to go Bianca Belair, man. B squared in the building. Not that B squared. Not Bull Buchanan. Not that. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I don't want her accompanying a rapper to the ring. And going, booyah! Cena freestyled for his entire engines, and then when he's finished, they brought out the next one. 2005, yep. four. Three. Three. Was it? Yeah, man, when he came out just rapping and oh, JR. Yeah, 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 because he was a face going into the, the 2004. Yeah, man, remember a minute and a half of what did he just say? <laughs> yes. JR. Hell yeah. Um, Travis, you've picked the theme for the men's, so are you going Alexa for the women's? Oh, man, you got me torn now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go Alexa because I really just do not want to see Rhea Ripley go to Raw or SmackDown. I don't want it to happen, so I'm going to go Alexa. I think... Rhea Ripley's the only one I'd be okay with going up because she's not really doing much in NXT right now. I know. I know. Have they ever had an NXT call up from the Royal Rumble? Um, yes. Uh, Baron Corbin? No. That was Mania. No, Corbin was from, yeah, Andre the Giant. Oh, was it Rusev in the Rumble and then he got called up? 2014? Yes, I think Rusev. <laughs> Yeah, well, Rusev didn't debut straight away after the Rumble. He was still doing the vignettes for a couple of weeks, I think. That's yeah, correct. Yes. Probably because it was just pre-taped, though. But yeah, um, as far as I know, I don't think anybody. There's been plenty of NXT people in the Rumble, but yeah, hardly. Any. Yeah, I don't think any of them have won the Rumble and been called up the next day. No. Uh, Ty, no, Ty Dillinger, what? I think he was already on the main roster when he was, because uh, he was number 10 for two years in a row in the Rumble. Yeah, the first year there. he was number 10, then he was still in NXT, and then the following year, I think he was number 10 while he was on the main roster. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, obviously, AJ Styles made his debut at the Rumble and then was on the main roster because he didn't go through NXT. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're willing to pay AJ the, the money they needed to for him to sit in NXT, <laughs> were they? I mean, there's been big names in NXT, but I think AJ was the exception. He was the biggest name they could sign. Mm. All right, finally, Moses, your choice for the women's rumble. Okay, so yeah, this is like where I'm. <clears throat> I've been debating while all of you guys were talking. I'm like, okay, because well, everybody's making like good, good points. Bianca's on a tear. Rhea's call up is fucking inevitable at this point. We know it's gonna happen. She's not doing anything. The problem is though, is she's still ruined from a year ago when she lost when she had all the fucking momentum in the world. Yeah. So it it it's still weird, you know, telling oh, well she's gonna go. It's like go to the main and do like what? It's just she's just gonna be on the main. But then I also think of Alexa because of the way the fiend is running around and doing his 
whatever the fuck gimmick or I don't know, whatever the hell. I don't give a shit about it right now. But then I'm also thinking of who else from NXT could get a call up, if anybody else. EO comes to mind. They, they're the the rumor of EO being called up has been going on for months. I don't know. I'm I'm uh, fuck. <laughs> Me you know you. what? Give me Bianca. Bianca. I would love okay. to see her win this, and then like they really elevate her. Like I don't I don't know why they're she picked up Otis for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, he's as big as the fucking Mack truck that uh, Braun Strowman you know pushed over. Yeah, I, I think Vince is very into Bianca Belair. As he should be. Yeah, about damn time. Motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I, like you mentioned with Rhea Ripley, this has been my problem with her ever since Mania last year. NXT did virtually nothing to regain her nothing. momentum. She lost a couple of title matches. She won a couple of small matches and then lost a feud overall to Raquel. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yeah, she lost War Games too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would just be really weird if she would to like come in and debut and win it. Since after almost a year, she hasn't hardly done shit. But she well, so, a lot of momentum very quickly if she eliminates Charlotte as well. True that. Plus, you're already reigniting that feud. Yeah. Which is kind of, I, I mean, you I can mean, slingshot I, her. It would be there, but I would feel like there need to be some build up for it somehow, some way. I won't disagree with that. Well, I, mean, I feel like she has to have there. some momentum. I I know the story is there, but the momentum is not. Like her downfall started at Mania last year, and this is her time to redeem herself. Redemption. Wasn't that for the Game Boy? WWE Redemption. I was going to say, I was like, I know there was a Redemption game. Hey, man. I don't remember that. It was either the Game Boy or the Dreamcast. Yeah, it had to be like one of those. Dreamcast. (laughs) Yes. That was hilarious. I still remember the days of WWE Crush Hour, for those that remember that whack-ass game. I remember it, but I never remember it. I remember it. It was the, like their version of what? Twisted Metal, right? Oh, yeah. I like remember. Destruction I, I, I saw it and I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> okay. Those are Royal Rumble predictions. And now I think. Oh, actually, Mike, I don't know if you realize this. I forgot to mention with a promo title. Uh, it's exactly four years to the day since you first won the knowledge title yourself. All right. Well, hell, man. I can say now that I'm very happy for Phoenix because him and I are the first two to ever also retain at this event. So, yeah, Phoenix. Oh, yeah, Phoenix, you broke a curse. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> well, my, well, my job has already been made on this show because I made Phoenix sweat for like five seconds, which is pretty <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Hey, All right, I sweat every time I come on. <laughs> well, me, me too, and I'm the host. Yes. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean, we're doing it up with Kenny from 2017, which was my first, well, my first ever knowledge title win, and then becoming a regular on the show, man. It's a blessing. It's a blessing for the last three years. It's a gift. Four years now. A gift. Now it's time for a segment that we haven't done in a couple of years now. 
And the reason yeah. we're bringing it back is because we've obviously just predicted Royal Rumble and we've still got three title matches to get. Well, actually, that was one of them, predictions title. We've got another two title matches to come, so it's the return of Impact in 60 seconds or less. Impact in Sammy Callahan, Moose, Ken Shamrock and Chris Bay took exception to Rich Swan deciding to give Tommy Dreamer a world title shot next week and a brawl next month, sorry, and a brawl led to a tag match later in the night. New tag team Matt Cardona and Josh Alexander chalked up a victory over Ace Austin and Madman Fulton before a brief moment between Matt and Brian Myers backstage. Myers then won by DQ after being bloodied and bitten by Eddie Edwards. Rosemary defeated Tennille Dashwood before confronting Larry D backstage following how to kill Susan accept a challenge next week from Jordan Grace and with less than impressed guests Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steele's Fire and Flavor Fest was crashed by Havoc and Nevea and Alicia Edwards was there too. In the aftermath of How to Kill Joe Doring defeated cousin Jake before the Violent by Design trio threatened to destroy Jake only for EY to seemingly offer him an invitation and the fourth man for Team Swan turned out to be the returning Trey Miguel looking more like Cody Rhodes after Trey secured the win for his team over Callahan, Shamrock snapped and turned on the referee. And that was it is a loose impact. And I did that with about three seconds over. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've one thing to say, and you know I hate her. Um, well, not like that, but I hate her on TV. Alicia yeah. Edwards is fucking nothing to the division. <laughs> nothing. She is just there. I'm tired of seeing Alicia Edwards. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't do Jack Shiznit. She just has a Boston accent. That's it. Fuck off. You know what? It's it's <laughs> it's Lake Placid five level acting. I hate her. I hate her so much, dude. Here's the thing about that girl, man. She used to be Alexis Neve on the independency, man. She worked for New England Championship Wrestling. Promotion run by Sheldon Goldberg in Massachusetts, right? Dude was all over the indie. She was sassy massy of women's uh women of uh Women of wrestling, excuse me. But God dang, man, ever since she's been in Impact, she's done nothing. And I say nothing, N-U-T-T-I-N, nothing, man. And I'm tired of seeing it. Actually, I think Eddie Edwards is the one been doing nothing. Eddie Edwards bit Brian Meyer's eye, man. No, I mean he's been nothing. Oh, nothing. Oh! He's been nothing, Alicia. Uh, you, you, know, you know, man, you had to go that dirty route. I was going, you know, professional. You guys, that you guys, these guys. Well, I mean, hey, we, we criticize her acting, but, I mean, can't complain about looking. I ain't saying that either, man, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm talking about talents, man. I'm not looking to lay up on her. He's, you know? uh, he's talking about talents, too, but. Hey. <laughs> 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 I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, the very first thing I thought of when I saw Trey McGill was, was Mini Cody Rhodes. Mini Cody. He's got okay. the freshly dyed blonde hair. He's got the silver tights. Hold on, hold on. If Red Velvet can be Mini Brandy, maybe. So Trey was off TV for just under a month while his two tag team partners went to NXT. Obviously, we knew Trey didn't sign with NXT, so it wasn't really shocking that he went back to Impact, although I did expect him to sign somewhere else. Um, Where else would he have gone? I, yeah, I don't know, but it was just like, so you left Impact, let your tag team partners go to NXT, and then you came back on your own, like a couple of weeks later. Yeah, that's your point. The only thing I think of was like, he was negotiating with WWE and NXT, but he didn't like the deal. 
So yeah, mm. impact. Uh, I'm coming back. Hey, Scotty. No, what did he do? He challenged it. He channeled his inner notorious B.I.G. I'm going, going back, back to impact, impact. That's what he did, man. He was channeled his inner notorious B.I.G. Yeah, Trey, Trey Miguel's absence from Impact was literally the grandpa simp, uh, grandpa meme from Simpsons. Gif, even. Yep. Yep. Fresh, Fresh Prince of Midair, man. If you want to get the Fresh Prince of Midair, you can <laughs> check him out on Impact. Guy. <laughs> what? The Fringe Prince of Midair? That's his nickname. That's He's the Fresh him. Prince of Midair, Trey Miguel. Is that really his nickname? Yep. Because that's yes, the dumbest the fucking thing I've ever heard. That'd <laughs> <laughs> shoot like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, also, I was kind of surprised Travis didn't pay for his ticket to the Fire and Flavor Fest. Flavor, Well, in that case, it is time for the Promo Championship rematch. Last month at the Maxis, um, Moses and the Phoenix went to a draw. Seaway. Uh, due to tradition, of course, the Promo Champion can choose their own challenger for this event. So Moses decided to give Phoenix one more shot. Now, uh, this Because I, I like your spun. appreciated. Because <laughs> I like your spun. This bout will have implications to promo mania because both Moses and Phoenix already have bouts scheduled. So we'll see how things go. It's time for Moses Phoenix 2. So here we are for round two. Moses Marquez versus the Phoenix. The King versus the Demon. Moses, you got a very lucky escape last time. Because something happened and I took pity on you. I eased off. That's a mistake I will never make again. But you see, you made a mistake yourself. And the funny thing is, I don't even think you you realised it. You see, back at the Maxis, you tried coming off all pissed off, angry, and so on. But you want to know what I saw? When I looked into your eyes, I saw fear. That's right, fear. Because after so many months of chasing the demoness last year, when you finally beat her in the fatal four-way, you, you came across another demon. And you, you knew that you can't beat the demon. So all that hard work you did last year chasing the Holy Grail. Gone. Like that. And now you face me again at the Rumble. This time, I learned from my mistakes. And this time, there will be no remorse. There will be no conscience. I will not hold back. 
back at the maxis you faced a somewhat sugary coated soft side of the demon this time you face the other side now I just have one question for you are you ready to face your true demons welcome to the other side <laughs> it would appear to be my time to rise one more time. Moses, welcome, welcome to, to the, the other side. side. <laughs> Things will never be the same. 
I hope you rest well. Because after this, I'm gonna take your time too. <laughs> Es todo tuyo. Rol del quien. Él es jefe. Welcome, Phoenix, to the next and quite possibly final stage of your execution. No light is no matter, because is coming for you, you cannot foresee. Now, you're wondering, why can't I see you? Because that's how this works, Phoenix. You must now endure my anguish, my pain and suffering. You see, Phoenix, I was given a call. When that man says to go to work, I go to work. It didn't need to come to this, Phoenix. You could have simply walked away. But instead, you had the audacity, the unmitigated goal to actually try to challenge me. Now with that being said, our first encounters almost always had an inner draw. But unlike those first encounters, this won't be that hard to decide. This one will be straightforward to the point. You will gladly, or maybe not so gladly, endure, and most of all, understand the pain and the anguish I have gone You will finally get to see the face of evil that has made me the madman that stands before you. You think you can show up, light yourself aflame as a phoenix does, catch the eyes of millions, and walk away from what belongs to me? You have got to be outside your mind. You're here, Phoenix, because I allow you to be here. Your job is to be my plaything, to entertain me for the time being. Your shot at this promo title is a shot in the dark. And you ain't gonna make it. So I hope you're ready. I hope you've prepared yourself. I hope you really, truly understand what's coming for you. Because 
There's no more holding back. I'm here to get the job done. The only way I know how to do that by crippling my life. So with that being said, Phoenix, I hope you enjoy this run. I hope you enjoyed yourself as you attempt to take over the moment. By God, I hope you fucking learn one very simple thing. You and I never, ever, ever be on the same level. Just understand. I'm doing this for your own good. It's up to you, the public, to decide the winner. Go to maxrassinguk.weebly.com slash vote to pick the winner. And this time, there must be a winner. So if by some chance it does go to a draw again, the winner will be decided by a panel. Obviously, Mike and I will not be on the panel because that would be a conflict of interest. Okay, we're about to get into Wednesday Night Warzone, and we have one title match left. But before we do, we want to send a special thank you to Alex McMillan for tonight's official theme song in the world. Go check it out now, and subscribe to his channel, youtube.com slash coversburn, that's B-Y-R-R-N, and follow him on Instagram at underscore Alex McMillan. Do we have everybody's attention now? Do we have everybody's attention now? God, that shit is over. Oh my God. Did everyone see that shit? Phoenix, what the hell was that? Moses, what the hell was that? What a damn joke of a promo competition was that? Like, I don't have it. I don't have any other words. My God, you, you all act like this is a joke. You all act like this is a joke. Every damn last one of you. When all reality, I am the only one that takes this promo title fucking serious. I have been more creative than any of you. 
I fooled you all with Alexander Rowan. I have tried being the nice guy. I've tried being the bad guy. I've tried to be the funny guy. I've tried to be a hacker. But it's not good enough for any of you now, is it? It's time for me to be the honest guy. It's time for me to be the shoot guy. Now, Moses, you are one of my closest friends, one of my best friends in this world, and I love you like a brother. But let's be honest, dude. That last 10 seconds of your promo, that's all I watch. I, I might get around to watching that shit later. Maybe a week or two. I don't know. But as you all heard earlier on the show, I'm stepping away from Max Wrestling for a while. I have a kid on the way. I have a son. I have to prepare and take care of that will be here in March. So that makes you wonder what's going to mean for me and the promo order going forward. Because let's just be honest, at this point there wouldn't be a promo order without me. Larkin, Dan the Man, Mr. Crazy Eyes, Robert Davis. You all want me gone so bad, but not a damn one of you can put me down. The only person that was close enough to putting me down for good was Corey Coulter Cypher. That's when he tried to bash in my head with a metal chair. But guess what? I'm still here, buddy. And I will return at King of the Mic. July 1st to face you, Corey. And you better bring more than just a metal chair. Because this time, I'm not coming empty-handed. I'm ready for a fight. And I have to wait a long time for that fight. So that's good news for me, bad news for you, because I'm going to be energized, I'm going to be pumped, I'm going to be bowed up like you've never seen before. 2019 was the rise of the walker. 2020 was the demise of Travis Anderson. But, Moses Marquez, I hope you retain your title all the way up until... Oh, King of the Mic, because that King of the Mic, I'm going to take that crown from you. I will become King of the Mic, and I will then go on to become promo champion once again. Get ready, Max Wrestling and promo fans tuning in worldwide, because 2021 will be the rise. Of Travis the Walker Anderson.
Well, uh, Dynamite got off to a shaky start as TNT blacks out barely a minute into the show. <laughs> you fuckers. Did it black out for you? or? Okay, so while we were watching the stream, um, as we do with Harold every week, it, his entire thing went like completely screwy and it like it wouldn't really load. Uh, he eventually had to he ended up going the whole route of like resetting his entire Internet while I'm sitting here on because I'm two screen like that cool guy. You know, Daz is part of the cool guy group. Anyway, um, on one of my other screens, I'm running it on my regular like um, ca- cable subscription, but digital. And it was working fine. I was able to watch it. I was able to scream and yell at the crazy ass bump that fucking. Uh, Eddie Kingston took just fucking crashing to the floor off the apron. Well, I knew it wasn't the internet because I had NXT on the other screen and that was fine. Um, yeah. So I went to check on Twitter and pretty much everybody was saying that their feed just died on the TNT app. It sounds yeah, it sounds like what it um well, yeah, that's what it was. A lot of people were reusing the TNT app and that was what he was using too. And I know that's what went crazy. I was watching it on just regular-ass TV. Ah. It worked fine. <laughs> it was kind of funny on Twitter, actually, because uh, the <clears throat> AEW on CNT Twitter account was just, like, <clears throat> posting quick clips of the match, and everybody's like, yeah, we can't watch the actual match. Check your feed. <laughs> uh, fix that. <laughs> Fortunately, the feed came back right before the end of the match, uh, which was about 10 minutes later, and then... Um, Tony Khan apologized, and they uploaded the match right after the show. So, not not all bad. I'm gonna be interested. TK's here with solutions, people. <clears throat> yes. If if uh, NXT died, Triple H, uh, sorry, Vince wouldn't give a shit. No, he would not. <laughs> I'll be interested to see the ratings because that was literally less than a minute into the show, and like they lost like seventy five percent of their audience. Easily. <clears throat> Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, NXT kicked off with, of course, a Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. MSK get another win over Drake and Dane to advance. MSK. I like him. Um, we still don't know what MSK stands for. I guess. Marijuana smoking kids. Must, must smoke kush. <laughs> I like it. Monkeys grow from kindergartners. That, wor- that, oh works. <laughs> that works. That works. <laughs> and on the women's side Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez advance at the expense of Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla hardly any surprises there Uh, okay well why the fuck did this thing go so goddamn long I think they just want to make Raquel look like a badass because it was a dominant performance from her again but it, but 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 she started out like dominating and then she tagged out why I don't fucking know and I had to watch dumbass fucking Dakota Kai like actually like give up a bunch of offense, which fucking kills me because it's like these two are a bunch of geeks. Like you know they're geeks, we know they're geeks. Why don't you just beat the shit out of them? Because that's what fucking uh, Raquel did once she got in there. She hit her with a boot and the fucking clothesline, and it was over. And I'm like, okay, you couldn't have did that like four or five minutes ago. <laughs> I have to look at fucking Dakota's ridiculously stupid hair. Shit is atrocious. Uh, she's going to do something to stand out. I mean, they've ca- kind of cast her into Raquel's shadow lately. Well, hell, that's what happens. 
Uh, you want to have a big a big person right next to you? Bam. That's the problem. You get, you get overshadowed. Ask Sean. That's what happened. Uh, a kind of a strange segment on Dynamite. Sting and Darby Allin confirm that they are indeed hoodlums as they address Team Taz. Oh, this and fucking thing sucked ass. Smashing the windows. <laughs> I got I'm like, all right, cool. It's Sting. And at first, I, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm the Sting mark. And I'm like, okay, he made a funny. He's like, I'm not a hoodlum, but he's a hoodlum. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, whatever. And then he fucking chucks his skateboard out the window. I'm like, well, that's just wasteful. And then Nicola just made everybody die because Sting's all whacking the fucking uh, glass. And she's like, dude, there's like snow outside. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking cold, bro. It, it's Sting. Sure. There's snow everywhere he goes. He's an idiot. I, this thing sucked. I just found it. Like, I did. couldn't smash the window until like the last shot. Right? And I was like, God damn. I, I was just I was just trying to figure out how many damn times they had to redo the damn video because every damn window was already fucking bashed. <laughs> I got one thing to say. I just I have to add to that because Moses said it so eloquently there. Nikola makes those AEW chats. I'm just gonna say that, man. It's some of the funniest stuff when Nikola gets in that chat. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff, good content every week. Also curious if they were trying to recreate the setting of Sting's Starcade 97 promo with a window. Eh, I don't think so. Okay, just just a loose connection from me then. Uh, meanwhile, MJF and Jericho uh, picked up a win over the Varsity Blondes. And great thing about the match was Jericho made good on his promise to Jim Cornette and hit a lion's salt. <laughs> Hit it, smiled at the camera, and I was like, yeah, he didn't kill himself. Who's a fat ass now? Now, I don't know whose side I'm on in this argument because Jim Cornette talks a lot of shit, but he's right about one thing, and that's, of course, Jericho's allegiance to, you know, the orange face guy. Mm -hmm. The former president. Yes, yes, the former president. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> well, here's the problem here, man, because then you got that chick, Marjorie, who just makes my dick. He's talking about fucking, you know, wanting to impeach Biden. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. And number two, it's like, fucking whatever the hell her name is. Marjorie, Marjorie, take this dick. Anyway, I digress. It's one of those things where you look at it from a stance where, you know, Jericho's talking about, you know, the Trump stuff and having Donald Trump Jr. on his podcast and Jim Cornette's like, fuck you, you son of a bitch. And then here comes Chris Jericho talking about that. Him and Brian Last, his co-host, they want to talk about me. God bless me. You know what I'm saying? Because they've talked about the fact that he's a bit, you know, pudgy or whatever he is. They make fun of his weight. They talk about Jim Cornette, you know, Chris Jericho, screw you. When you and Lance Storm came to smoke him out wrestling, I fucking should have let you just stay. Lance Storm said, hey, I got a friend. He's made a fucking video. And then we're going to call them the thrill fucking seekers. They're going to roll around. Get the girls. Get the fucking roller plays. Fuck. And, you know, do what he does there. So, I mean, it's one of those things where they're going back and forth. He will never be my friend again. And that was the whole thing. I love how Jim Cornette becomes a South Park character. But, I mean, if he was, he'd, he'd be one of those over-the-top Canadian characters that South Park like to do. Mm-hmm. With his mouth coming off of his head. <laughs> yes, it literally does come off his head. Every week that him and Brian last cover AEW, you know, they have to say Jericho has reduced himself. He's a undisputed champion. Now he's in this outlaw mud show promotion, as they call it, a bunch of outlaw wrestlers the whole night. And so they always go into it about that. Ooh. 
Um, another victory for Tyler Rust, uh, accompanied by I can never remember his NXT name, but Stokely Hathaway. Oh, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Vincent. Malcolm Vincent. Okay. Okay. Why well, again? Why in the fuck? This is like 1995 fucking bullshittery right here. Why the fuck are these enhancement talents getting so much? Because is this new. Tyler Rust guy? Is he supposed to be a guy? Then you go in there and yes. you kill this fucking geek. Because otherwise, you look like the other geek. I just watched an enhancement ta- talent match. I know it was boring. Fucking people in the Thunderdome knew it was fucking boring. I saw fucking dudes walking away. There was like seven people in like the first like fucking... Like the dead eye shot of the bottom row of screens are like sitting there with their fucking chin on their face. Like this is the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. And I'm right there with them. This guy sucks. Looks like fucking Neville. It's like enhancement talent beating enhancement talent, but one of them's getting the push. That's exactly what it was. That's why it's like, dude, if you're going to do this, fucking go in there, kill this fucking guy, and walk away. You can't give up fucking offense to a geek when you're a geek. As you stole my goddamn line, man. I was about to say, it's like an enhancement talent beating another enhancement talent. But the, <laughs> they're trying to build Tyler Rust. They see something in him, and they're putting Malcolm Bibb in. squash the geek. I know, but the reason why they're... Hold on. Fucking hell. Do you know what? At least I know his name. My notes just say Tyler Rust defeats Guy. <laughs> okay, hold Whatever, on. Whatever, he's a fucking guy. I don't so, fucking know. The reason... Well, they took friggin' Indus Sheer off of them because they were on that India thing now. They're going to be a part of the India roster. With fucking Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys and all that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, that just kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it? It did. I can see it now as Kali is going to come back and be champion. <laughs> hey, man, you know what it is. Cow is sacred, eat the curry. God bless. Uh, <laughs> another step in the Dusty Rhodes Classic was the Grizzly Young Veterans defeating Kushida and Ruff. If you hate Gibson, shoes off, and I don't have any shoes on. Me neither, Ashley. Uh, I gotta say it. Straight shoes with no socks. I mean, uh, again, they had a long match, but it was kind of hey, expected for the Grizzly Young Vets to win. Um, <laughs> but then after the match, Gargano and Fury attack Kushida and Ruff because obviously they got unfinished business, and now they're both both teams are out of the tournament. <laughs> we didn't talk about their fucking like uh, backstage promo thing where they were. He was like. He's like, hey, we're not supposed to say, don't say Kushida. I'm fucking out of here. And he, like, leaves. And he comes back, all right, I'm fine now. And he's like, don't say Kushida. Don't say curse. What is wrong with you? Don't say words. Don't say words. Yeah, fairy, fairy, just don't say words. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, bro. <laughs> what a fucking key. <laughs> I have to address Moses Marquez. I'm sorry, because I heard that. What is he, Robert Stone? If you watch NXT UK... Pete Dunn and a lot of them in the on the UK show when they're like in dress clothes, a lot of them shoes with no socks. Trent Seven, another one, shoes with no socks. Hey, did we did we bring up the fact that fucking Robert Stone is back? Yes. All right. Well, Aaliyah and Aaliyah. I was just it was just like, all right, cool. I, get to, I want to see him take a weird dumb bump. That's about it. Again. All the time. All right. Also, Mike. That's says, what makes him hilarious. Anyway. Robert, what Robert Stone? No, Peter Dune. Oh, oh goddamn Peter Dune. Now, possibly my favorite segment on NXT was Tony Storm making it clear that she wants a shot at Io Shirai. Anything fucking Tony Storm is all right with me, bud. Very, very true. Very, very true. 
mighty fine last night. Jesus. And she fights off. That's not her name. You know what her name is. Tony. Tony Storm. Interestingly enough, Nikki Cross's former name was Nikki Storm. Yes, it was. Just with a Scottish accent, you know. Um, but Tony Storm fights off both the champion and Mercedes Martinez to prove that she wants that NXT Women's title. And, of course, that plays into the rumour we addressed of Io Shirai possibly going up soon. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Me's twos. Now, back on Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> Cody addresses the recent issues with Jade What's-Her-Name and Shaq. And Red Velvet, a.k.a. Mini Brandy, confirms that she will replace Brandy at Revolution. Oh, Shrek, that which... is a goddamn punk. Or calling Cody a punk, and I'm like, what the fuck? This was stupid. I'm like, did they shoot okay. this, like, right after fucking, like, the NBA game or something? Like, what the fuck the hell's going on? Well, they kind of swear It was from the AEW Dynamite Awards. Oh. That's where I know, Shaq's... but no, 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 no. Okay, so you don't know because you don't know none of that about sports. Where he was sitting is at the fucking panel where they do a goddamn, like, it's like where they close out the night. Oh, yeah, I know that, but. It's, a, it's a, ah, fuck, it's him, it's Kenny, I can't forget all the other guys right now, but it's like, I was like, dude, really? Yeah. You couldn't have, like, you know, been backstage in a locker room, you couldn't have fucking random, I don't know, you couldn't have did anything else? You had to be there at the same set you're always the fuck at? Well, you geek. the way they advertised this segment, I thought Shaq was going to be there. Exactly. Yeah. You bastard, you served us. He's at fucking work. Can, can I just say it? I gotta say it. Because I'm glad that we got to this part. I do not give a rat's ass about Mini Brandy versus Jake Cargill at Revolution. And it makes me, me feel either. so good to say that. Me, thank you. But it's just like, I don't care. If it's not fucking Matt Hardy, or if it's not fucking, um, oh my god. Who, who else do I we fucking shit on besides Matt Hardy on this guy that show? Oh, Miro. If it's not <laughs> oh, that's Hardy, Miro, I don't want to see any of it. And I don't want, and I, I'm, I'm good for Red Velvet. You know, she's getting a pay-per-view debut, but she is green as goose shit. And I don't give a fuck because this match is going to suck. It's not going to be on the level of Charmel and Jenna Maraska, but this match is going to suck. Hopefully the only good thing about this segment was Arn's story. That's it. Where he says that back in June 29th of 1985, Dusty had a 30-minute battle with Tully Blanchard, hauled his ass on a plane to get home to see the birth of one Corey Rhodes. That's right. <laughs> Corey. Goddamn Corey. And uh, Cody starts tearing up, of course. Oh, dude, he I... fucking was balling this poor fucker. I got to ask you, though, Mike, do you think the match will be as good as that classic between Molina and Alicia Fox? My oh, favorite match ever is Molina versus Isha, Alicia Fox. Who? <laughs> Alicia Fox. That's who. Yo, let me tell you something about Ariane Andrew. As long as I never have to see her on a wrestling program again, I'm happy. Go do your show. Go do whatever you do on YouTube. But the fact that she was in that goddamn tournament for AEW for the tag thing, I hated it. I was like, why the fuck are you here? And number two, why don't you go pin somebody while they're... Oh, it's still... I, I don't like that girl. I'm yeah. sure she's a very nice girl, but fuck that. Get out of wrestling. Yeah. You thank, suck. thank you, Tony Khan, for scaring the shit out of me when that woman's face popped up on TV. <laughs> don't don't well, sign here's her. Please don't sign her. Oh, okay, it's just for the tournament. Whew. Here's the funny thing about that. That girl 
was the first eliminated on that show, and she winds up getting a contract. Now, uh, Desi, the way you reacted to that is how I reacted to Renee Michelle and the tag team tournament and impact. But, <laughs> All right. But for different reasons. Hey. <laughs> oh yeah, and apparently WWE ruined her wedding according to Ringside News. Oh my <laughs> god. No. She had to defunct that. She she was like, no, that's bullshit. She and she was all over that shit. This is why I said apparently, and also it's ringside news, cause, so of course it's bullshit. Oh, oh my shit. Oh, well, we're, we're just reporting what Brian Alvarez said. Actually, I didn't say that. <laughs> I was gonna say, didn't he say that he didn't say that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. He said I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, fuck ringside news. Now... Uh, Hangman defeats Dolph Ziggler's brother Ryan Nemeth uh, with Matt Hardy looking on Moses' favorite segment of the night. Matt then offers his geek. services to Paige. <laughs> why would you? Why would you want the help of this loser? Drinking money. I don't. Why? So he can fucking make you pay for his tab. <laughs> yeah. This fucker's gonna screw you seven ways from Sunday, bud. Uh, okay. And then he's going to make you sign a contract without reading it and telling you, why didn't you read it? Because you're a fucking geek and you told me not to. Well, I mean, hell. As, if they ever get to go on tour and they get to go start traveling and shit, as long as Matt don't drive, I don't know what would be worse, Matt Hardy driving or Hangman drinking or driving. Uh, oh, my God. Definitely Hangman. Car. Yeah, dude. If like, if if okay. AEW gets to start going to fucking shows again and we can go back to normal, if they ever come to San Diego, I swear to if they ever come to California, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm gonna tell Matt Hardy some shit about his life. <laughs> I want you to see his that. Face. So I want to see that so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, just don't bitch at him about a t-shirt. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna yell him like, look what you did to these young fellows. There now, they're nah. geeks. Larkin knows what I'm talking about. Yes. Bunch of geeks. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I wanted to comment about Ryan Nevin. <laughs> I was trying to keep my focus. Ryan Nevin. So he was in the WWE very briefly in NXT. He was Briley Pierce. He was the interviewer and he also wrestled. So dude has a lot of talent. He has potential. Um, it was good to see him because we haven't seen him in like years upon years and years. I feel like Barry White singing that. But yeah, no, it's not going to get a little showcase up in there, you know? He's been on Dark. Okay, well, I have, don't watch Dark, so it is what it is. <laughs> I don't watch it, motherfucker. He doesn't watch Dark. He doesn't work holidays. Oh, don't get me started about that. Hey, I keep it straight up when it comes to professional wrestling. Oh, it looks like the kid's been go- he's been wrestling for a little bit. He's been wrestling all the way back since 2010. He's good. He really is not bad. But the way that they positioned him on NXT, he was more the interviewer, and he had like a couple matches here and there. But yeah, he was more like in the interview. Trained by Rip Rogers. Nice. Hell yeah. Unfortunately, I think he's always going to be in Dolph Ziggler's shadow. Does he have an amateur background? He's got the fucking blonde hair too, dude. He's got the blonde hair like him now. He used to have black hair. Yeah, I mean, Nick, if you want to stand out from your brother, don't look like him. Also, when friggin' Dolph Ziggler had black hair for a week, oh, that everybody was awful. said, is that Matt Heidel's twin brother? And then he went back to blonde. 
that that was worse than when Cody went black again. Yeah. Over two weeks. Um, I really wish I could play the music for this next segment, but obviously YouTube will flag us. So, uh, Jungle Boy comes out with his brand new entrance music, paid for by Tony Khan. Uh, Stars and Boy by Baltimore, which the crowd absolutely loved and sang for about two minutes throughout the match. <laughs> that they do. Um, Jungle Boy defeats Dax Harwood with everybody else. Good. Lucha, Saurus, um, Marco Stunt, and everybody everybody else handcuffed together. Very good match. Very, very good match. JR made the like perfect comparison for Dax Harwood, and he's like the modern day Arn Anderson. He really is. He's like he get he he's the 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 way he carries himself, the way he wrestles, how he pinpoints, the way he attacks you, the fact that he's a fucking tag team expert. Like, yeah, he's 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 a he's I was gonna say he's a bold version of Arn Anderson, but Arn Anderson was bold. I um I actually missed Jungle Boy's entrance because I was in the kitchen I think so I came back and the match was underway and the crowd were just singing. The song, and I, I just why the hell are they singing Tarzan Boy? All of a sudden, then I rewounded and saw the entrance. It's goddamn jungle. <laughs> um, after the match, Tully blinds Luchasaurus with some salt, which, as we all know, thanks to wrestling's greatest secret revealed, uh, narrated by Salem the Cat, it's actually talcum powder. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget that show. Um, before Tully actually got physical, Tully and FTR attack Jurassic Express and leave them laying. A little surprised to see the man get a little physical, but it was cool. Yeah, I liked he, it. he actually jumped off the ropes too. I knew. Holy crap. Um, back on NXT, Bronson Reed gets an unsurprising victory over Swerve Scott, and Champer and Thatcher confirm that they will team up to face Cole yeah. and Strong. Now, I'm really confused with the tournament, um, because looking at the brackets, like, there wasn't even another gap, so what the hell happened? Because last I saw... Did a team get kicked out? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because originally it was Cole and Strong versus Breezango, which... They won. The next one was Nice and Davari versus Adonis and Troy. So one of them must have been Didn't eliminated. Something that I don't fucking know. Yeah, confusing. It's like somebody got attacked or something, and then they were like, "Oh, we can't do this match, and now we need replacements or something." I don't know. It wasn't. Didn't Tommaso have a different partner? Something like that. Dude, I'll be honest. I can't keep up, and neither can I get. I don't fucking know. I don't care, man. Whatever, I'm just happy to see these fucking mean dudes team up together. Yeah. Well, that's the push. We get them teamed up. And I mean, what happened in the fight then and stuff. So, I mean, I'm all about To quote you, sir, I'm all about it, Mr. Moses. I'm, uh, I'm just glad Champ is not going to the main roster. Same. <laughs> uh, fuck, last week I was scared. Yes, terrified at that ending. Uh, back on Dynamite, Britt Baker defeats Shanna and continues the assault after the match before running away from Thunder Rosa. I want to see Thunder, Thunder Rosa going to whoop that ass. Yeah, that would be nice. So is Thunder Rosa completely signed to AEW now? If, I hope so, to be honest with you. To completely honest with you, I hope, hope, hope so. Might as well be. Yeah, Honestly. I'm not a hundred. Because she was campaigning. But the last time I checked, the uh, NWA 
Last time I checked, NWA, I believe she was still on their roster. Yes, it says right here that she's currently signed to NWA and also appears in all elite wrestling. Okay. Uh, I guess work that, that'll work for now. Um, Let them work together. So finally, the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks defeat Dark Order. Uh, I mean, Pretty good. Yeah, Dark Order's uh, train of success wasn't going to last very yeah. long. Was it? <laughs> However, Ray Phoenix attacks after the match, followed by John Moxley. And, I mean, it didn't really make Omega look very good. He, he tries to attack Mox and just gets dropped over a paradigm shift. Oh, yeah. And he, like, planted on top of his head. He stood there for about four seconds and then fell down. It was, it was glorious. It's, it's crazy. Omega seems to be booked better in Impact than he does on his own show. That's how it goes, man. Uh, he's going to invade. He, you, we all know he's going to invade another show, probably this Sunday. Probably a match called Rumble. <laughs> oh, yes. That time he of year when that ass Kenny Omega rumors come up. Yeah, no Kenny Omega in the dub. Fuck that. I don't yeah. think he's welcome in New Japan with Tamatanga around. Well, Tamatanga is just mad because they don't make no merch money no more. Yeah. Like, shut that back up. Shut you the know, fuck like, up. We know the only way that New Japan's going to start to regain its popularity again in the States is if you fucking team up with AEW. Yeah, and ain't nobody the diehards are going to be no there. Impact. Exactly. The diehards are gonna be are gonna be there no matter what, dude. Like those are like the same dudes that would buy the fucking go to the swap meet and buy the fucking tapes. You know what I mean? The motherfuckers ain't gonna stop watching New Japan. Now I'm one of them. But if you wanna get everybody back on that fucking bandwagon, you need to work out you need to do something with AEW. A one time fucking show. I don't fucking know. He he's kinda become Karen Tunga. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking annoying. Ugh. Get over it, Zama. Now, main event NXT, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly make a hell of a team and pick up the win over Lorcan and Birch. Damn near fucking O'Reilly rip homeboy's fucking leg off with that fucking, um, uh, what was it, heel hook. I'm like, Jesus Christ, bud. Yeah, somebody needs to slow down Balor and O'Reilly because it doesn't matter if they're against each other or teaming up. It, the, yeah, dude, Balor, Balor turned it up. I'm like, okay, you're a little stiff. Can you fucking slow it down? And then O'Reilly, I'm like, okay, I, I don't know if I want to work with you because, fuck, I'm sore just watching this shit. Yeah, Balor's intensity is uh, through the roof right now. It really is. So after the match, they were attacked by, get his name right this time, Mike. Goddamn Peter Dune. Peter Dune. Hey, where the fuck is Pat McAfee? God damn it. I'm, I, I'm guessing he's going to be back in time for the next takeover. I need this fucker back, man. I can't look at this team without him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like he, he is the fucking glue to that team. He's the fucking glue. So he can out-promo everybody. It's not my fucking fault. He's great. Leave him alone. I can- well, and also the fact that you want to steal his catchphrases, so that's all you, man. That's me. That's how I do. That's how I live. <laughs> How you doing? Keep moving. Uh, unfortunately, Cole and uh, Strong were a little bit too late to make the save. Just a little late. Mm. Just a little bit. 
then there was kind of a tense moment with a stare down and Balor was kind of stood in front of the group and then he kind of backed behind him and I was wondering what the hell was going to happen, but... Yeah. That's when I was screaming, where the fuck is McAfee? <laughs> where is he? Where's the fucking stupid shiny mask? I assume he'll be back either next week or the week after in time for... They still haven't named it, but they better. St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh, yeah, they fucking better, dude. Like, if you have the perfect opportunity here. Like, perfect. I don't remember the last time... Um, February 14th was on a Sunday, so I don't know when they last had the opportunity, but now's the time. Especially with NXT yep, doing all these up. old pay-per-view names. Okay. That... If you're going to bring back fucking New Year's Evil, oh, out of here. We'll bring back all the C-list WCW pay-per-view names. Uh... Oh, they were C-list for sure. <laughs> but the one-off WWE fan favorite pay-per-view? Now we're not going to use that one. Nah. Okay, uh, before the main event, thank you everyone for tuning in to Podcast Promo Rumble 6, and we are now on the road to Promo Mania. Our next special event, Promo Mania 6, arrives on April 8th, featuring predictions for WrestleMania 37, but we already have some matches booked. In fact, one of them was booked almost a year ago as an exhibition. It's Mike Larkin versus Moses Marquez, but it's funny how things work out because depending on how tonight goes, it could very well now be for the promo championship. Or, oh, you never know. Or this could be for the promo championship and the world championship mm. as the shape returns to take on the Phoenix <laughs> in okay. what is now a cinematic showdown. <laughs> the Max Ross and co-founders go head-to-head for the first time ever. Uh, Knowledge Championship mm-hmm. will also be on the line as Mike Larkin is finally cashing in his Iron Bank briefcase to challenge the Phoenix. History just keeps on coming back to us. And of course... Oh, yeah. they're, they're... Well, last year... Well, last year, man, he's got to get his win back over me if he can. Because remember last year, Phoenix and Ella lost to me in the Iron Bank. So, hell, man. It's what it is. It's what it is. Yeah, and he, he cashed in on you two years ago when you retained. So, Yeah, Phoenix. <laughs> there is more trivia than that. Because, as we just said, the Iron Bank contract is cashed in. Another one becomes available. The Iron Bank contract takes place on April 6th. And Mike... Very sorry again for the new twist on the Iron Bank this year. The winner will be able to cash in on the Knowledge Champion or the Promo Champion. Bullshit! It's all good. That all comes your way in just over two months' time. It's, at the moment, 70 days away. But there's one more match you guys don't know about for Promo Mania. And I will let this person explain. Hello, Kingpin. We are intrigued by you. (laughs) It's very nice to meet you. When you first came out, you were the best the world had ever seen. She was a woman in her own right, and um, she was fascinating. 
and I was blown away by the scale of the destruction. There's uh, really nothing like it. This is actually hell. This is what hell feels like. Then, you made history by becoming the first woman to ever be crowned homo champion. Welcome to episode 265 of Max Wrestling. A week after a very successful Promo Mania 5. Congratulations, new promo champion, the Demoness. You beat opponent. After opponent. After opponent. Nobody could touch you. Until. Thing Mo finally got it done. Fourth time was a charm for one of the Max Wrestling horsemen, Moses Marquez. And what did you do after you lost? Um, but we also pay tribute to the former champion, the Demoness, who reigned dominantly for 230 days and will now be taking a well-earned break. You tucked your tail. You ran away. To say that this loss was a disappointment is an understatement. Like my respect for you, you disappeared. Do you want to see a magic trick? How I can one minute be here and then the next something totally different. Let's see what happens. I am going to tear you apart. You're not a demon at all. told the world you couldn't be beat. You made a liar out of me. You know, Nicola, you always say... Embrace the madness. Embrace the darkness. Everybody dies. At Promomania, I'm the one you're gonna kill yourself to. See you in hell. Kingpin has resurfaced and challenged the demoness to Promomania. Question is, will she accept? Ooh, yeah, that is the question. But I have one. I have just one thing to say to Amir. Uh, your son hails the only king that he knows. <laughs> he he got a T-shirt to Amir prove it. He's got the, I'm about to say, he's got the only T-shirt I've ever sold, which I never sold him. Where's my money, man? <laughs> I was just thinking that. 
Yeah, do you need my money? <laughs> oh, okay. that's great. That's awesome, though. I'm fucking stoked. Um, God, I hope she accepts. I'm already jacked for Promo Mania. Oh yeah. But you know, but you know, I, I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta push it back. You know, I can't get overly enthusiastic because the fact of the matter is, is none of this actually goes to what is the true main event of said show, and that's me showing Michael Lacken who the fuck is boss, or as should I say, who is El Jefe. Uh, well, we still have the main events of this show to get through first. Uh-oh. So it is time for the first ever defense. Of the Max Wrestling World Championship, myself versus moneymaker Christo Armand. During this promo, uh, there was also a search for the shape because we kind of needed to bring him back for Promo Mania to face the Phoenix. So let's see how the search is going. me what do you think just because i lost in promo series that i was just gonna disappear walk away quit fade away and classify myself as obsolete not by a long shot you're not getting rid of the money maker that easily the people have spoken the people want the money maker versus the shape with the Max Wrestling Championship on the line. Or will it be the jester? Who is showing up for this promo bout? The wannabe Joker? Or the guy with the smooth voice and the silly hat who calls himself the captain? Well, your ship is about to sail, captain. Because you seem to have an identity crisis. You gotta keep switching up personas. You don't know who you truly want to be. Me, on the other hand, I know exactly who I want to be and who I am. I wake up every morning feeling dangerous, knowing that I am the one and only moneymaker Chris. Always cashed in, and you can bank on that. So I know your true identity. But don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. I saw a little ceremony where they presented you with the title. It was so emotional. It brought a tear to my eye. Oh my goodness, it was so sad. So very sad. But it also made me sick to my stomach. Is that what we do here at Max Wrestling, the promo order? We just hand titles out to people? Not on my watch. I have earned everything since I've been here. I will continue to earn everything while I'm here. I don't want any handouts. I don't need any handouts. And the only difference between now and the promo series is I'm walking out of here with the fucking belt. You're looking at your next Max Wrestling Champion. So you can bring the Jester 
You can bring the shape. Bring whoever you want. Because you're losing your title. It's coming home with me. And with that being said, I must bid you all adieu. Goodbye. And good night. Podcast Promo Rumble 5, we all thought we had seen the last of The Shape. That was until people began reporting seeing The Shape. You know, the other day I was working, and guess who walked in? The Shape. I couldn't believe it. This guy was huge. Gwen, did you see The Shape? I saw him outside, um, um, slid down a slide. Then when the smoke started clearing, there was this big figure standing there. I looked, it was The Shape. Even the jester himself claimed he had made contact with the shape. While everybody's looking for the shape, unfortunately for you, only I know where he is. So, for now, even though you have an affinity for the Batman paraphernalia, you're not gonna face me or the shape for now. You get the full version of the Captain. Oh, my Captain. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Ben Resnick, and I'm here with the first-ever world champion, the Captain. And he is about to defend for the first time against moneymaker Chris Durham. And I have to ask you, Captain, what is your strategy for your first defense? What is my strategy? Why would I reveal my strategy? On what planet would I tell you my strategy? That makes no sense. That makes about as much sense as... Going live on Facebook every morning for 20 minutes get to, just to give. You know what I mean? Um, how are we? Well, in that case, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. This is a historic night. In all seriousness, I'm beyond happy for Chris to be my challenger. Chris Durham will forever go down in the Mac Trusting history books as the first person to challenge the Mac Trusting world champion. He calls himself the money maker. But Chris, you are the history maker. One of the first ever promo bowl champions. And you did it in your first tournament. You were that impressive. The people chose you to face me tonight. Just like I was chosen to be the first world champion. 
was chosen not just so I could have a title, because I had no idea about it. If I wanted to challenge a champion, I would have challenged the Phoenix three times for the Knowledge Championship, or I would have actually challenged the Demon S for the promo title instead of just having an exhibition. I don't challenge champions because this isn't about me. This is about people like Mike Larkin becoming the promo machine. It's about the demoness winning the hearts of the entire promo order. And it's about people like Travis and Moses fighting like beavers to finally win the promo title. It's about Kenny Killer, the first ever knowledge champion. It's about people like Chris Durham having probably the fastest rise ever in promo competition. I provide the stage, everybody else shines. That's the way it's always been, that's the way it's been for six years. But this year, people decided to put me in the spotlight. Well, be careful what you wish for. Because this is my world, and this is my world title, and this is the elevation of the captain. Everybody's wondering where the shape is. The shape returns in two months at Promo Mania, and title or no title, I'm standing toe to toe with my blood, with my kin, with my family, with my cousin, with the co-founder of Max Wrestling. The Phoenix. One-on-one. -on -one. First time ever. And that's what matters to me. Making history. Chris Durham, you and I are making history. And win or lose, your name will forever be an asterisk to the World Championship. For that, you should be proud. But... If this is my time to shine, this captain is shining like the dawn of a new day. Chris Durham, this is the day you will always remember as the day you almost beat the captain. Any more questions, Ben? Uh, no, no, I, uh, I, I think you covered everything. Well, then I guess we found your tipping point, Ben. Nice bow tie. Um, well, you, you've heard both promos, and before we get the results, I'm just getting word now that we have an update on the search for the shape from the Jester. Over to you, Jester. And now, for you, Phoenix. Because now, I can promise you, the shape will return to face you at Promo Mania. Mm. Mm. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Mm. Unfortunately for you, Phoenix, this will not be 
a promo exhibition, a promo bout, or a knowledge bout. No, 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 no. The Phoenix is the co-founder of Max Wrestling, so this needs something big. And I'm a man of my word. And that is why Phoenix, at Promo Mania, the shape is literally coming to face you on your own doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> Will Chris Durham be entering Promo Mania as world champion, or is it going to be an extra stipulation for the Phoenix versus the Shape? The world title does not have a public vote. Instead, the winner is decided by the World Championship Committee, which consists of the Max Wrestling Four Horsemen, Mike, Travis, Moses, and myself. However, in this case, uh, it's a mere in my seat because I can't decide Ooh. my own matches, obviously. Bringing in the big games. And with that said, the time has come for us to bid you adieu. So, make sure you like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Max Wrestling UK, and make sure you join the Facebook group. Or if you prefer your podcast in audio form, we are available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Castbox. Yes, bizarre. And Anchor.fm. You can also find us every week on the Andre Corby or Wrestling with Wrestling channel. Thank you very much, Andre, as always. Follow me at the Captain 512 Follow Travis at Walker underscore TA92. And Twitch makes Vince's dick itch. So don't be a wanker and check out Anchor, both of which feature Moses Marquez. That's right. And also check out me on all platforms and social media, SMR Podcast Net. Podnet everywhere you can. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Raw Nitros are coming like regular. We're on our way to Hollywood, uh, Halloween Havoc 1996, but we're going to take a little, little bit of a hiatus on that just because it's Royal Rumble weekend, and there's a lot planned for Royal Rumble weekend besides a possible review. We have a fucking Zoom meeting. Yes, I know it's not a business Zoom meeting. Fucking Daz is already moaning and groaning about it. So is Phoenix. <laughs> We're like, I don't want to have to go to work. No, it's not work. I swear to God, we can have fun. Yes, you can drink. I don't give a fuck what you do. Just don't get naked. That's all I ask. But no, it's, it's, in all in all legitimacy, I'm going to be hosting a Zoom meeting. I'm trying to get as many people from the Max Wrestling world, from the uh, RWT world, to just come and have some interaction with one another. Be able to watch the show on your own television while interacting with your friends, having a good time, just enjoying each other's company since, you know, meetups are not exactly a thing right now. Yeah. I mean, I will probably be in the chat, but I've also got to keep a close eye on the matches because there will be drinking rules on my side. Oh, trust me, I'm I'm gonna be like three screening it. I have my two screens set up here. I have my monitor. I have my laptop, but I guarantee you, it's also gonna be on my big screen. <laughs> and he is the podcast machine for a reason, Mike. Who you been talking to? You can check me out on the LFC podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, Three Elements, the work of art that they are. Uh, latest episodes up with Shelby Paris, LFC prospect. He talks about being in the LFC calendar and a whole lot of. You can check that out, laundryfc.com, where you get your audio platforms for LFC, LFC underscore pod on Twitter, SM Show 1, MTL 92 on the Twitter machine, stevenmikeshow.com, soundcloud.com. 
slash MC Larkin 92. Latest on the mic with Mike is out right now with Cam Model Vanessa Lynn out of the UK. We talked a little bit about some adult work. We talked about Cam, and it's a whole lot of BBW. Moses oh, yeah, Marquette. Oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> all about it. Coming soon to be on the Max slash on the mic with Mike. I said I got a free agent coming on. They were going to be going to be sitting down with Jake Christ, formerly of OVE, talking about where he's going to be going, talk about some impact, talk about some pro wrestling. It's going to be a fun day. Yeah. Nice. And yep. then I expect to see him in food on another show in a couple of months. <laughs> and finally. Are they going to ask him something stupid? They're like, bro, your last name is Chris. Why don't you just like act like Jesus Christ? <laughs> okay, before we open the can of worms. Still the knowledge champion, the Phoenix. You can find me at the Phoenix 626, but it's like once in a blue moon I actually use it. So. And the moon's never it's up, it's up to you. <laughs> Uh, you want to follow me, great. <laughs> if you don't, great. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. And join us... Next week! For all the results and the fallout to podcast promo, Rumble, and of course the Royal Rumble. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bye. Except me, I won't be there because I'm taking my leave. <laughs> but on the bright side, you got to think. There is going to be a new Mr. Anderson coming to. I'm going to leave it on that bombshell. Congratulations, Travis. Whoopity whoops.